20. It feels good to say the Giants in the first part of that sentence. Welcome to Talking Giants. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Danny King. Danny, it felt so good to play Sweet Victory for the first time in two and a half, almost three months, Danny. The Giants are winners again, and it seems like it was the final game for Eli Manning. And I got to be there, Danny. You didn't get to be there. I did. I, I, at first, I thought like you made a mistake. We're like, wait, we won. It's as you said, it's been forever. But yeah, you're at Eli Manning's final home game, or well, yeah, mo- probably his final home game. Maybe not his last game. We don't know what the future holds next week, but it's probably gonna be Jones. But I, I could say I was there for Eli's last loss at MetLife, so you can't beat that one. <laughs> well, Danny, I I was actually at the Monday Night Football game against the Dolphins four years ago, and. That was Tom Coughlin's last win. Now, there was, there was a few games left in the, se- in the season, but that ended up being Tom Coughlin's last win. So, now, if he, Eli's, it seems like he's not going to play. Darius Slayton said the sending off of him. It, it, they, you know, uh, Pat Sherman taking him off the field. It seems like we're going to see Daniel Jones these next two weeks. But, man, it was an, aw- uh, an awesome atmosphere. Obviously, like, this is the first game I've been to in four years. Those are the only two games I've been to. And my first game at MetLife. And like I said, man, it was awesome. Like, Eli... Going out and having like he had a few picks, he had some touch, you know, two touchdowns. The one to Slayton. Uh, by the way, I saw the Slayton one on the TV. MetLife, I didn't know about these rules. I went to go get a beer at halftime. They don't sell beer at the start of the third quarter, so I la- I waited in line all like for like ten minutes, and then I get to the front of line, and they're like, <laughs> nope, they don't sell beer. I'm like, getting me that third quarter literally just started. I've been waiting in line, but it it was just awesome, man. Like Eli Manning chants were going all game long, and Eli mentioned that from first quarter to the end. Eli Manning chance. I mean, it looked like he was getting a little emotional on the sideline. It was, it was an awesome day, Danny. Oh no, yeah. I, I, when, when he went off the field for the final time, I was in my house. I wasn't even at the game, and I just stood up clapping because, like, it's the end of an era. And I mean, oh man, when he when he was talking to Otis, uh, you will probably see that when he was giving like his uh, post game interview on the field. He he was clearly getting choked up thinking about it. Then when he went back. Uh, to the tunnel, his wife and his kids were there. It, it was, it was, it was awesome to see knowing that Eli went out on top. Because as you said, I feel like it. It seems like Jones is going to start next week against Washington. So sending Eli out on top with the five hundred career record, exactly. Uh, it, it wasn't by any stretch of imagination. Like la- last week's game against the Eagles was just crazy when he went off in the first half. Then he absolutely was not good in the second half. But this was just true Eli. He threw picks. He made bad decisions, but he made good throws. It was the Eli we knew for the past few years. But it, it was just good to see him go out on top. And to all those people that are complaining that, like, oh, well, we're not going to chase Young. It's like, 
do you, who cares? Like, just celebrate a win for for once and stop being such just like a loser. Like, hey, we got a tank for Chase. Let's be real, people. He may not come out. I know he. We all believe he will. But oh, Lord, damn, he he's coming out. I said he it. I said out. it. <laughs> I, I know. I know he will. I know he will. But now we got everyone freaking out because he was in the middle of Manhattan, just enjoying a day out, and TMZ came up with a camera to his face, like Chase, Chase, are you coming out? It's like, guys, he's coming out. But let's just enjoy an Eli Manning win. And guess what? We're still the number two overall pick. Yeah, although Daniel Jones is 100% going to beat the Redskins next week. Oh, 100%. It'll be, it'll be sweet victory all over again. Yeah, but, we're winning out. We're winning out. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's not even the craziest thing as bad as the Eagles look. Uh, and, you know, how we competed with them on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, to get to the game action a little bit, I mean, Eli, like the, the pass to Sterling Shepard, that it looked like it was a touchdown, but they put him out of the two-yard line. That was one where, like, I that was right in front of me where I was sitting, and it's like, oh my gosh, like he's has Shepard pull that trigger, pull that trigger, and he pulls it, man, and puts it right on him, and you know we all thought that was a touchdown. They end up running it in, but I mean that was a cool moment. Now I will say, the the taking Eli off at the end of the game uh, was cool, but man, when they're at that one yard line, I wanted it so bad to be a QB sneak for Eli. Oh, I'm I was I tweeted out like. Have a QB sneak for Eli for the culture. I, I wanted it so badly. Obviously, it, it, I'm not surprised it didn't happen. But oh man, they snuck that in. That that would have been legendary just to see Eli sneak that football in one more time. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun, man. You know, um, you know, Shep had a good game. Slayton with another touchdown. How many touchdowns is that on the season for Slayton? Is that that's Se- that's seven, eight, right? Seven or eight. Well, let's, he had five with Jones, two last week with Philly against Philly. And then um, uh, uh, the one today. So, yeah, he's at eight touchdowns. He leads rookies, I think, in all receiving it's categories. And it's seven. No, Danny, it's eight. Yeah, one. I, I, damn, I, don't make me count, Danny. Well, one come, against don't Minnesota. Come I'm just reading the stats. I'm just reading the stats. Yeah, but the stats don't update until tomorrow. It's one against Minnesota, right. two against Detroit, two against the Jets, Two against the Eagles. Hey, I, I won't question your math. I won't question and, your and math. One, and one against the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm, I'm a math guy. People for, remember that. Listen, I may be dumb in every other area, but I'm good at counting. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, you know, the Slayton touchdown. Um, what was what was the other touchdown? I can't even remember right now. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to prove you wrong. The, right the, to Golden Tate. Golden Tate catches that tip pass. Tate has some of the craziest catches, man. Oh, um, yeah. But the, I I tweet I put out that like that was that was all on Eli, but that that was a, a big play. And you know what? Like you know, through the first half we were down ten seven, um, we were down I think thirteen seven. I mean, Danny, in the third quarter, I think everyone thought the Giants were going to lose this game. Oh yeah, I thought they were going to lose, but then it was that safety. It just like sucked the life out of the Dolphins, and all the life went into the Giants. That that was the turning point in the game, and that was really the moment the Dolphins lost the game. Yeah, so um, let's 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 stick with some Eli. Do you use? Do you think this is the end? Do you, like I, it has to be, right? I mean, I, I, I then to do I, all I, this, it seems like it would have to be the end for Dan, uh, Eli. Yeah, I, I think it's the end mainly because of the send off, and it seemed like Jones. It seemed like. I, I think Jones is clearly ready to go. I think they just wanted to give him one extra week and and give Eli that final home start, but. Yeah, I, I think it's the end, and to be quite honest, I, I think it should be. He went out on top. I don't want to risk it if him going falling below five hundred. 
he went out on top. Let's leave it like that, and let's just let's enjoy the fond memories of Eli and not have to go through possibly Eli maybe suck in next Sunday against Washington. Let's just remember the good for Eli. Yeah, and you know the the crowd was awesome. Everyone was was going pretty hard for Eli. Uh, although there was one little jit, he was like nine years old, who was like just roasting Eli the whole time. It's like, what's wrong with you, kid? <laughs> You're a Giants fan. But that kid, you know, he should have been biased. Did you see on TV the guy that ran on the field? No, I, I didn't see that. I think they're in commercial break. I heard, I heard the state trooper made a good tackle. Yeah, the guy got pretty far, but he got tackled from behind. He had absolutely no juke moves. Um, I mean, I think he was. I think he was a little tired, and he was almost ready for the trooper to catch him at that point. That was... That was a pretty awesome moment. On but the, like, on the would field. you would you want to sign the trooper though to like a contract for like middle linebacker possibly? Because we're gonna need one after Ogletree today. Yeah, well, middle linebacker. I mean, anything. Ogletree almost killed. Almost Ogletree killed Ryan Fitzpatrick right in front of us. That was pretty. It, it looked it, it looked terrible. Like I I literally thought Fitzpatrick was dead in the, when they showed it live. But then when they went to like the replay, it was like it was shoulder to shoulder. Luckily, yeah. For and he didn't. He didn't even like 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 fire off into him he just put his shoulder to him and then Fitzpatrick just fell like like he got laid out uh so yeah and then Shepard looked great like like I mean what were Shepard's stats hold on let me look it up um Shep ended with nine catches 111 yards awesome game uh oh one of the nicest passes probably the best Eli pass besides that uh Shepard in the corner was the one to Caden Smith because Caden Smith was engaged with their defender. The defender had two hands on him, and Eli knew he was going to break off that guy. Um, it was the um, the twenty seven yard one, and had him on like that uh, like that skinny go. That was an awesome throw by Eli. That was like a vintage Eli throw. Yeah, Eli had his moments today. He made some great throws, but then he also had other Eli moments where he made bad throws. So we, we yeah. saw. We Danny, saw Eli in his true form. Sorry, guys. From TV, what happened on the interception to the white linebacker where it was on the in the flaps? Like, what happened there? Did Eli just read it wrong and throw when, it right when, to when a guy? When he was passing the shepherd? Yeah, I think that's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah, it was like it was to the left and it was it was short. Yeah, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure that was just on Eli in a bad read. Is people are like, oh, Shepard should have cut. I don't think so. I, I think Shepard was sat in place and Eli just I don't think he saw the linebacker. I don't think he saw him at all and he just threw the pass. Yeah, that was that one we were very confused. They didn't show replay. It was like, what? No, they don't show you replays of our interceptions. <laughs> I know, but I was like, what in the world was that? We had no clue. Um, yeah, and then the the rollout play. The okay, so the rollout play on on what was it, fourth down or third down? Where it was like third and one, where they they did the rollout and he threw the interception to the left. Um, oh yeah, that that was just Eli. Was how Eli. mad were people at Pat Shermer for that play call though? Surprisingly, from what I saw, I, I didn't see – no one seemed quite mad at Pat Shermer today, to be quite honest with you. I actually saw someone say this game possibly saved Pat Shermer. I, I saw that. I think the decision's been made on Pat Shermer. Oh, it, it's been made. It's 100% been made. They're just finishing out the season. Yeah, I mean, even if they're keeping him, which I think I think we've all kind of conceded that that's not going to happen at this point. I think he conceded. Yeah. Did you see my video? It went pretty like it didn't go vi- uh, viral, but like it, it did really well. Where I was like, if if you love Pat Summer, say yeah, yeah. And then no one. No, I heard someone respond back to you, but they're like, they, I think they just like no. But that was a funny video. I'm like, well, <laughs> at least it seems like there's a general consensus that he sucks. <laughs> Not a single person was like, yeah, actually, I think he deserves a second chance. Uh, was, I was uh, actually surrounded by Dolphins fans, to be honest. 
even Dolphins fans were giving Eli that standing ovation. I'm like, there we go, Dolphins fans. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, pretty, pretty like a like fun loving crowd. I think that was because both teams just sucked. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Saquon Saquon had a good game. He had a lot of plays where he bounced it. Um, like Saquon, Saquon, you know, 24 carries, 111 yards, and two touchdowns. He looked uh, awesome again. I'm glad he finally admitted that he had an injury hampering him all season because it, it was painfully obvious. And he's clearly back. We, we we've been saying it, that he's been injured, but he's like, guys, no, I'm fine. It's like Saquon. You, you could say you're injured. It's 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 painfully obvious that you're injured. So yeah, he yes, once again, it was against the Dolphins. But guess what? We're we're three and eleven. It doesn't matter. It was just great to see Saquon again out there running some good plays. And yeah, he had some good cuts, especially on that. What was it? The first drive, I think, when he absolutely juked the crap out of that Dolphins defender. It, it was beautiful. Yeah, I, he was. I mean, he was pitting some jukes on him, and it's so much better in real life and like in in person. I mean, he just like like the times where he just stops on cuts is just flat out ridiculous. And and it was against a bad Dolphins team, so I don't want to be like he's completely back. Like he he needs to still work on you know, vision and hitting the holes at the right times. But you know, it, it was good to see him get good production for the first time since before his injury. Honestly, I mean, he's had, some decent, he's had some decent games, but like the first time over a hundred yards on the ground since uh, since Buffalo. Yeah, it, it it was just good to see the old Saquon back. Obviously, he he had a sophomore slump. The injuries did hamper him. That's probably mainly what it was. But we're gonna call it the sophomore slump. But Saquon, he's only gonna get better. And he's gonna see some mistakes he did this year. He says he doesn't feel like he was as patient this at times this year like he was last year. So I'm intrigued to see the offseason improvements he gets. And I, and having Eli back, I think made Saquon's pass blocking skills better because Eli can call out pass blocking left or right. He knows it like by the back of his hand. Daniel Jones is gonna take time. So once Jones gets comfortable. And calling out these protections, I think we'll see Saquon's pass protection improve. So I think it's just Daniel Jones and Saquon building chemistry. I guarantee this offseason they'll probably get together and do some workouts. So I, the future is bright for New York. It's on offense with Slayton, Barkley, Shepard. Uh, I would say Ingram, but he's injured, so I don't know how what he'll be like when he comes back if he comes back this year. So it, the future for the Giants, especially offensive, it, offensively, is bright. Yeah. And, you know, throwing Caden Smith is there at the number two tight end. Uh, let's talk about another young bright spot. Nick Gates, from what I saw, is a beast, dude. He pancakes guys on pull plays. Like, he is a really good puller. Um, the thing is, is, how do we get him on the field in the future? Like, do we put him at center? Do we put – I I don't know how the Giants get Nick Gates on the field, but he needs to be somehow a part of this team next season because he has looked really good. And his two games against the Jets, he was the best offensive line on the field at right tackle. And then today at right guard, filling in for Kevin Zeitler. I mean, he was the only offensive line where you like there was like, a, oh my gosh, did you see what he did on that play? Um, you know, Solder got beat on the one sack on the inside to begin the game. I don't know if they had any sacks besides that. Um, but yeah, like he he looked like uh, just a flat out beast out there. Yeah, that that was Solder and Hernandez on that one sack. They got beat by a stomp. But I, I'm looking at. This, uh, I'm with you. How do we get Nick Gates in there? I'm looking at the center free agents right now, and there's no one that jumps out at you. Obviously, Jalapio is a free agent, but then you got, uh, as I said, you got Brett Jones, who the Giants do know well, but, but Ryan Khalil, Spencer Long. There's no big center name jumping out at you, so it w- really wouldn't shock me 
if Jalapio is brought back or they roll with Pulley. And then I think, depending on what happens with Remmers, you move uh, Gates to right tackle because I don't think the Giants are going to cut ties with Solder, especially because he's too much money. Maybe they trade him or something, but I think the Giants will maybe let Remmers walk and just trust that Nick Gates can't play right tackle for a full uh, season and put him there. I think that's where he'll probably fit. It'll be interesting, man, because the, the guy, he's he's a fun offensive lineman to watch, and you could tell he's got that chippiness. He got into it with a couple guys on, on a few plays. Um, pre-games, he's the guy who's out there getting the most hype. Now, that's you know, probably a product of being his only his second NFL start, um, first one uh, in front of the home field. But I'm telling you, man, he looks good. There's some plays where he just pancake guys on pulls. And I think um, – I didn't see this one, but I saw some people say something that on the, the Saquon touchdown to the left, that, like, like Gates like just, like, blocked two dudes or something. I, rem- I remember specifically on the second Saquon touchdown, he made a good block that uh, allowed Saquon to walk into the end zone. So yeah, he, he, he made some good blocks today and if you're you're looking at nick gates you you got a quality guy on your team and whoever the next coach is i think they have at least one spot the offensive line filled out especially with i feel like remers is going to leave and probably get a not a great not like a huge deal but a decent deal because he he proves he's a quality right tackle and i feel like the giants will feel confident letting him walk especially with nick gates possibly playing right tackle yeah all right, Danny, any final Eli thoughts before we take a break and uh, move over on the defense? Because, I mean, I, I feel like I said something. I mean, the the crowd was awesome. Eli Manning chance all day long. Um, you know, for him to, you know, get a couple touchdowns, get a, a big win, um, get that walk off, um, get his record to 500. Uh, all is the sunset. It just, it just seemed like kind of like the perfect moment. All right, it, it was... Everything you want—it's what you wanted last week to be. But I feel like it's almost better it happened at that life in front of our home crowd. He got the send off he wanted, so it was—it was just great to see. And it, if it is the end, which I feel like we all get that vibe that it is, I don't think Eli wants to go elsewhere. It was just you know a privilege to watch him for 16 seasons. He's the only quarterback I've ever known. Literally, he—he's been the, my quarterback since I became a Giants fan, and. It's gonna be. It's already been different without him there on Sundays, but knowing now that he won't be on that sideline anymore, it's just crazy. It's a thing, but I'm looking forward to going to Eli's uh, Ring of Honor ceremony whenever that is at MetLife Stadium. I'm looking forward to going to that, and I'm looking forward to going to his cant uh, when he's inducted into the Hall of Fame. Whenever that happens, yeah, it's. Uh... It's pretty awesome, man. And obviously, we'll do some more Eli stuff when the you know when, when he retires. We'll do an episode dedicated to that. But like you said, man, it's pretty cool to have our you know. I was saying it before the game, talking to somebody, is you know my biggest worry about Daniel Jones is injuries. Whereas with Eli Manning, that was an awesome feeling to know that he was going to show up every single week for fifteen straight years. All right, let's take a break, and we'll talk about some guys on the defensive side, and I'll talk a little bit about my New York trip, some some stories. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app 
or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, let's talk about the defensive side. Anytime the Giants can give up 20 points or less, that seems like a win. Uh, let's let's start with some young guys. Danny, DeAndre Baker, now I know he gave up a touchdown at the end, which was tight coverage, but you know, uh, Devontae Parker made a really nice play. He looked good. And there was a guy two rows behind me who hated uh, DeAndre Baker. He was trashing him the whole game. But DeAndre Baker looked really good. Um, he stepped up for Jack Rabbit. By the way, we didn't talk about Janoris Jenkins. Um, you know, we put out the show Friday, and he got cut Friday morning. That was wild, which was, I, you know. We didn't? Like <laughs> well, we talked about Janoris Jenkins. We didn't know he was getting cut, um, which I, oh, yeah, you know, I, yeah, made, yeah. I made it pretty clear. I, didn't, I disagreed with that. I thought you could keep him in the offseason. Um, you, he, they could have found something, somebody to trade with him. I guarantee it. I know people are like, oh, he's 31 years old. It's like, we, listen, we said all the same things about Olivier Vernon last it, year. It, it, it was a PR move. It was a PR yeah, move. Yeah, it, it was. And I get it. I'm not like, he was wrong. But I get it. He, he, he was wrong. He was wrong. Let's make that clear. But it was a PR move to Josh because they were going to hate left and right. The only option they saw was to let him go. And plus, he didn't want to be here anymore. And the Giants, I feel like at that point, was like, screw it. I mean, they would probably got some of the Diza for him, but maybe they just wanted to send a message to the rest of the guys. Yeah, he. I mean, he was definitely being a douche about it. Um, like you like you pointed out, he, he, didn't, he, he didn't delete he, it. He apologized after he got cut. That shows you something right there. Yeah. Um, you know, he was, he was being a douche about it. Uh, I... I know people said like, "Oh, there's no way they could have got anything for him." And I'm just, I'm so convinced that they could have. They like to pull up that Olivier Vernon trade. Like, you can't tell me that there wouldn't have been some kind of deal for him in the offseason, whether they're even just a seventh round pick, uh, or they lose him for nothing, which is you know frustrating. But I guess it. I don't want to make a huge deal about it. We missed out on a six round pick, although you know I love those things. Um, but yeah, Janoris Jenkins was being a, a jerk. Oh, um, and, and he doubled down on it. So it, it is what it is. It feels like forever ago at this point, honestly. I, I, I know because, like, I know people are like, oh, it's the Dolphins. But, like, this is a young secondary minus Antoine Buffet, and they held their own like, against the likes of Devontae Parker and Albert Wilson. Th- those two guys are decent players for Miami. And DeAndre Baker held his own. Sam Beal, nothing impressive, but he had that safety. That was just Julian Love looked like a no, Julian Love. Oh, Look at oh, his he was so fun to watch. He made some great tackles. He made he had a great blitz at one point on Fitzpatrick. Julian Love and Jabril Peppers are gonna be so fun. But I, I, I'm just because Jabril Peppers. I mean, uh, Julian Love is getting all the reps that have strong safety right now. I wonder would they move him back to free safety since he looks so good right now at strong safety. I don't know, but they're, I think they're that's free since he's got that cornerback experience. You know, I do like. Yeah, it was strange. Not like the what's it called? It was the, one of the announcers. I don't know who it was. Because I don't know CBS guys, he was saying like Julian Love isn't like the best corner. Like he does have like corner. He was saying something strange along those lines. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he was a decent corner in college. Just makes that clear. But yeah, he was only took second place in the best cornerback of the year award. But had the most he, pass breakups in the past two years. But yeah, not not the best corner. Not, not the best corner. But guy's a beast at safety, and that's his obvious position. Antoine Buffet, he he's gone. If, if you keep Buffet, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with this team. You can but play him at linebacker. Put him in the Michael yeah. Thomas role. <laughs> but this, this team, it's a youth movement on defense. And this secondary, I feel like they're going to be fun to watch. And, yeah, I'm just really excited to watch this secondary blossom. Especially Jack Rabbit, he did his role. He played his part. He taught these guys. 
let's just see how they learn without their leader there now. Yeah. Um, I saw the one touchdown. It was over Ballantyne and underneath Bethea. I don't know who that was on. Um, I, I didn't know if it was man coverage or what. They didn't show a replay of it. So I haven't seen that. I guess we can we can cover that on, on Wednesday's show. Uh, other guys on the defense. I mean, guys were getting to the pass rusher. I mean, there was one play, Danny, where there was like five guys sacking at once. Like, I don't even know how, how they give credit to that sack. Yeah, I don't know. The Giants got the pass rush going. The Dolphins off the line is not good. Dallin Thompson, it was, I think at the very beginning part of the game, he made a, just a, a dirty move on Evan Brown. Like, I was like, why'd you have to do him like that? My man Evan's just happy to get a start somewhere. And this is defensive line. Like, people, Dallin Thompson, he gets overshadowed at times. He's a quality guy. Him, Leonard Williams, Barn, he's brought back. Dexter Lawrence, this, this defensive line has so much potential. I feel like the Giants will have a very good pass rush next year, dependent on the system that's brought in. And Chase Young. Chase, oh, Chase Young, uh, if he declares. I'm joking. But I'm so excited for this Giants pass rush next year. If I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm looking around. The Giants are a team. I'm not just saying because I'm a fan. They're a team with potential. And if you if you say there's no potential on this defense, you're lying. Look at this defense. The biggest position of need probably is middle linebacker the compliment Ryan Connolly and uh because safety's pretty much set with love and peppers and then you just gotta re-sign Williams, uh get Chase Young, and if you want to bring back Golden, bring back Golden. And I think that's a guy they should bring back. The Giants defense has all the potential to be a force in the league next year. Yeah, it's it's very young. And and I I, I know that young doesn't mean uh success. But there's a lot of guys to be excited about. I know people can't stand DeAndre Baker, but he's a guy I'm excited about in the future. Julian Love, Jabril Peppers, um, Ballantyne Beal. I can't really get excited about either of those guys, but nonetheless, they're young. Um, you know, Dexter Lawrence. Uh, and and our guy, Phillip, um, I, I don't know his at, but he put out a good point today. Because, you know, when, when we traded for Leonard Williams, the talk was, how is he going to work with Dexter Lawrence? How I, He's going to help Dexter Lawrence out, and Dexter Lawrence is going to help him out. You know who the guy who's been showing up the most since Landon Williams was traded for? It's Dalvin Tomlinson, easy. I mean, every single week when I go back and watch the film since that trade, Dalvin Tomlinson has been making awesome plays because he's getting one-on-ones for the first time in his life, and then one-on-ones on centers, and he's just making plays after plays. And so I'm like every, it seems like every single game he's just throwing dudes to the side. Like He is really blossoming this year. And it's pretty cool to see, you know, like, I, you know, now that like Nick, like they can, I guess they're still doubling Dexter and Leonard Williams, but like Dalvin is the one that's out there making the most of the plays. And and Sexy Dexy had some plays. Leonard Williams looked good. Like all three of those guys um, are guys to be excited about. And I know we've talked about the Leonard Williams thing and how that could, that could end up being a loss as a trade if they, ha- if they could have just went and signed him for the same amount of money. But like I've I've always said, I'm glad he is on the New York Giants. He's he's a good football player. I'm glad he's on the team. Um, the trade I could, you know, I think that and the trade being a bad trade can both be true. No, yeah, Dallin Thompson, he he was a great find by Jerry Reese, and I feel like for the first time in forever, as you said, he's making a statement because he was getting double teamed a lot in the beginning of the year. But now Desha Lawrence has become a problem. P- teams have to prepare for Leonard Williams because he he, he can make plays. It's just unfortunately he just hasn't. He's made plays, but people only view sacks. And I'm not going to say I haven't viewed him just for sacks. 
but sometimes I take a step back. Like today when he got pressure on Fitzpatrick, he, he gets the job done. He just doesn't have the flashy numbers to prove it. And that's if you don't get sacks, like before I was bashing him, and people are going to continue to bash him until he gets a sack. But th- as I said, this defensive line, don't sleep on them. They, they got the talent to be something in the future. Yeah. Um, man, it's, I don't know, man. It feels good to talk about a victory. I just uh, saw Eli sad again just because, ah, uh, Eli. <laughs> yeah, him, you know, getting the game ball one last time was cool. The walk-off was cool. I mean, it just, it was a, it was a cool day, man. It was, it was a cool day to be at MetLife, I'll say that. And I, I don't think I could have picked a better game to go to this year. Um, Let's see, what what else do we have? And, on and, sorry, do you want to know what made it better? Uh, Adam, this is random right now. But the Browns completely got like demolished by the Cardinals. It was quite funny. I just saw that before we started. Like, oh my gosh! I will say it, it looked like Haskins had a good game, and that is just not good. Like, but the good thing is, Danny, is we get to play him next week, so we can be responsible for taking him down a peg. Where, but if where, he does well against the Giants, Redskins fans are going to eat me alive. Oh, you're you're going to regret every tweet you put out. But I mean, <laughs> we, we we still have the new. We have the nuclear weapon in our back pocket. Jones, he's, he's going to come back because he, he's probably mad he's not playing. He's just going to go out and gunsling if, if he does play next There's week. There's so many tweets that have been bookmarked of mine by Redskins fans waiting for this upcoming week. Oh, they yeah. are hoping for this to annihilate me. The second Jones makes a mistake, the second he makes a mistake, that tweet is you're getting added right away. I know. I'm going to have to do my best to, to have self-control. Uh, yeah, so it... It's, uh, it's fun to do victory. I think we kind of covered every like, position group. Um, how did the middle linebackers go? I saw David Mayo made a play in the run game, <laughs> which I said was the best play of his season, um, which isn't saying a whole lot. But, I mean, it, it seemed like people were mad at Ogletree. It was hard for me to really see him oh, too much. Oh, it, oh it, was, it was painful to watch him. He, as people were joking, like, were saying, like, it was a joke. Like, he literally made Ryan Fitzpatrick look like Lamar Jackson. It, it was... It was something else to watch. He, he, oh, so he terrible. was the guy getting juked on those Ryan Fitzpatrick like yeah, long runs. Yeah, he, he was just that awful, awful, just straight. I, 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 he has his moments, but then he just plays like this, and it's like, wow, you suck. <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, he's probably done. Um, and like you said, we gotta get somebody next there, next to Ryan Conley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it was fun. Um, I will say it was it was fun at the stadium. I got to meet some people. Uh, met up with our guys Panic and Powell's uh, from uh, from Bleeding Blue. You know, guys they've done a roundtable with. Uh, make sure to check them out. Uh, met John Boy for the first time, so that was pretty cool. Did a little couple of videos with him. Um, you know, got to talk shop about about doing stuff. Met uh, Kaylin Brower, who does a uh, uh, I like it Housewives of New Jersey podcast. She's cool. So uh, uh, Topher Pete, Chris Peterson, was a really cool dude. He's like one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. He uh, he actually like had beers and like food for us. He was cool. So it was definitely cool to get up there and like and put some, you know, faces to Twitter accounts. And it's always I will say it's always weird meeting people for the first time that you've talked to online. Like, you know, you were always told as a kid, never don't talk to strangers from online. Don't meet <laughs> up. With people. Um, but we've kind of like made a career trying to make a career out of it. So it's it's always awkward, like the first couple seconds, and then you, then you start talking giants, and then you know it's it's you you realize why you get along with these people. 
Yeah, like well, for the Week 2 game, uh, Bills game, I had to walk around to the back of the park lot to find Justin. I'm like, I was like looking for some guy that I know, I've only seen on Twitter before, and obviously I saw him, like, oh, well, yeah, that's Justin. And then it was just, no, it's just fun meeting up with people that, because we're, we're friendly. You're, we're, you're friendly with all those people. I'm friendly with majority of them. It, it's, just, it's just good to talk to other people about Giants, not just like the same people over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, I will say though, uh, I could go. I guess I could give a stadium review. Giant Insider (parenthesis Chris), you guys are right. That stadium's just too gray. There's no, no <laughs> home field advantage. It's, it's too gray. It's because it's because of the the two teams. The seats are gray. That's what's wrong with the stadium. I I will say, Danny, and I know you've been harsh on the stadium. I've been to the Dolphin Stadium. I've been to the Giant Stadium or the the Buck Stadium, the Jack Stadium. The Giants one. I like the Giants stadium. I think it was a very nice stadium. I'd put in order the Giants, the Bucks, the Dolphins, and then the Jags, very last. Um, and it was ice cold. I mean, I was dying, dude. It took me like an hour to frost when I got home. I just like got home or got back to the hotel and just like laid down under a blanket for an hour. Yeah, well, I, I've only been to MetLife Stadium, and then in February they'll. I'll be going down to Miami for the Super Bowl. So, obviously, I feel like I'm going to be like, wow, I'm so appreciative of MetLife after I walk into a hard rock. But it's because we had the two teams there, and it's probably because the Giants just suck. That's why I hate that stadium right now. Because, you, as you said, you have a winning record going to the Giants games. I, I, my record's probably god-awful. I don't even, I'm 2-0. Oh, is. did you see – Danny, did you see the person? He's like, that's oh, nice. Yeah. But I, I yeah. highly doubt that yeah. if you – let me just read it because it – it was funny. It was a funny one. He cracked me up. He said, uh, "Is my most recent tweet." He said, "Real glad you got to see two wins in two games you went to. Don't think if you're at all the home games it would be seven zero right now at home." Um, that was by Nick uh, Ladiri, who is an old man with a mustache. Um, and I just said, "That's where you're wrong, Nick." Um, all right, they definitely will be seven zero. That's definitely the claim that I was making, Nick. You moron! Well, I mean, you I, dumb idiot moron. <laughs> I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe the Giants in the playoffs. You should got you got a game now. They want one at life so, while you've been here, so you got you got to show up now every game. Someone said if they keep Pat Shermer, they'll give me their season ticket. So let's bring back Pat Shermer. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the same <laughs> the guy has Phil Sims number eleven and Thurman Munson number fifteen um, in his profile, so he is very old. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, I, I don't know why. I feel like now we're just talking about things. I got called out today for my pin tweet. I mean, this week, like someone came at me for my pin tweet. Oh, it was May twenty six. What's her name? Marissa. I can't it, remember. It, it no, it's like, not Marissa. Like, it was Kristen. She came out at me from She's left the worst. field. She's the, the 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 girl with the weird cheeks. She is just <laughs> a miserable person. She comes at everybody for everything and just like calls everyone stupid. She's the worst. She, yeah, she and she came. She came out also. Our friend Justin Penick for all the jerseys that like all the players he has got. I'm like, well, what do we do to you? It's like, sorry that some guy bought the first round like star player jerseys. The guy, uh, she's the worst. Um, I have no problem making fun of her. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! She she tweeted out this. Hey guys, well, it work's been busy. I'm not making fun of that part right there. But she said, "How was old tired?" Or how was old tired has been watched? That's not English. But she's like she's acting like so sarcastic. Like I predicted Eli so well. He could still she, play. The she game think, she honestly thinks that Eli will go could go to a team next year, and will make the Giants look dumb. Oh, she's the worst. I wouldn't want Eli doing that to him. So. Like I I love Eli. I support Eli crazy. I believe that he should have got the start week one. 
Um, hindsight, I would say Daniel Jones should have got it week one. But gosh, like you, that those are like some of the Eli people that like bother you. It's like you know what? Like we love, or we all love Eli. We all respect Eli, but we also don't think, like. <laughs> it was time to move on, anyways. Um, yeah, she's pretty bad. Do we have any other game notes that we need to to clean up on before? I mean, Riley I, Dixon. I, Riley Dixon's a beast. Yeah, he is. He is a beast. Yeah, punts. Brooks asked missed a kick, but I mean it was it was windy, Did? so I'm I'm, I'm not gonna. It was it was an extra point, I should say. Sorry. Oh, I didn't but, notice that. But it it was windy, so I'm not gonna completely bash the guy because it sounded like it was windy at MetLife today. Dolphin but, kick. Yeah, and so and once again, when it was garbage time, or it wasn't garbage time, it, but there's no point. Like it wasn't the end of the world that Rosas missed his kick. So I went to New York City. That uh, um. It wasn't fun. I, I don't like New York City, to be honest with you, Danny. Whoa! That's don't don't start a sentence like that. You were up here during SantaCon time. It's just a bunch of drunk college frat and sorority students thinking they're celebrating the holidays, but they're just walking around being drunk assholes. <laughs> well, it's my fault, Danny. Next time I come up here, um, I honestly I'm going to need someone to hold my hand the whole time and just uh, like this is this is what you do. You you let me know next time you're coming up there, and I will I'll make sure I'm available that time. Yeah, I seriously need it. I need someone to hold my hand. So and you this need is to what stay in Manhattan as well. Yeah, not stay in the Bronx. But although we have figured out the Bronx, and the Bronx is home, and I run the Bronx now. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's true. I run the city. Um, we know how to, like, get mad at We know how to tell people to, like, piss off. We know how to park. We're uh, We're all good to go in the Bronx. All right, anyways, so, like, we go to Manhattan. We park, like, right in the middle of the city. And we, so we go to ground, we're like, all right, let's go to ground zero. We just walk. We walk two and a half miles to ground zero. Um, It took us, like, 20 minutes to be able to find a place to go to the bathroom, finally found McDonald's. So we go to ground zero. Ground zero is pretty cool. Then we're like, all right, we got to take the subway. We cannot, like, because we want to go to Central Park. It was like a... Finally, we figured out the sub. Went on the sub. Um, which, by the way, we actually were sitting right across from somebody from my hometown in Florida, Melbourne, Florida. Um, like the guy's like, because I was wearing the Talking Giants hoodie, and he's like, "Oh, what do you think of the Giants?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, you know, I, I like I'm a big believer in Daniel Jones, you know, so I'm 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 happy with the future. I think Shermer's done." I'm like, and uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm a Dolphins fan." I'm like, "Oh, are you going to the game tomorrow?" I was like, "No, I'm not going to make it." Um, and he's like, where are you guys from, though? And I'm like, oh, Florida. He's like, oh, yeah, what part? Brevard County, where the space shuttle goes off. That's just, that's how, that's what I tell everybody, so they kind of know where it is. And he's like, oh, we're from Brevard County, too. We live in Melbourne. And it's like, no, you got to be freaking kidding me. Like, we're, we're, we're sitting on this big city with millions of people on the subway, and we're right next to people from, that are, like, literally our neighbors. The guy works at the fire department in West Melbourne. So go say hi to him if you see him. Um, so we got a Central Park, Danny, and we're screwing around, you know. And you know, have you ever been to Central Park? Yeah, obviously. So, you know the big, big rocks that they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go on top of like the tallest rock, and <clears throat> on the way down, we're like, "All right, let's take the hardest way down." <laughs> and so um, I got my new boots. I was new boot goofing, and I, I felt comfortable. And I literally go, "I think they clean these rocks." Because uh, there wasn't any mold or nothing. As I say that, I slip and land flat on my back on a rock. 
My back hurts so bad, Danny. I thought I thought I now I woke up I woke up today and it felt a lot better. But in the moment, I thought my back was going to be flat up done. I thought I was going to like limp into MetLife Stadium today. It was that damn ass rock. <laughs> that, that I I wish there's some form of video you just falling off a rock. That that would make. <laughs> my that would make my decade as people are saying these days but that 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 is so funny that that's also you just found someone from florida on the subway did, did you find it easy to get on the subway or did you just have to to get on know? but to figure out where it was going yeah that, th- was, that part we that just, part that was the part. we literally we were just, just like all right let's get on it and see what happens and <laughs> we actually figured it out pretty well um and then um the day before we went up to upstate and i actually walked on a lake went out all the way to the middle of it, which was pretty, like, at first a little scary. Then I got, again, I got confident and started, like, dancing around on the ice. Um, we went to Trump Tower. That was pretty cool. As I call it, King Trump's Palace, you know, because I just think that's funny. So we were on Fifth Ave where, where uh, President Trump said that he could shoot somebody and not lose a single voter. Oh, what did um, you do? I mean, I, didn't, I just said, hey, Trump, shoot me and see if you lose a voter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, I'm sure that'll make somebody mad that I just mentioned Trump. Um, we went inside the Trump Tower. That was, was that was something. I mean, it's just a bunch of mirrors. Have you ever been in Trump Tower? Yeah, I think I went in there once. It's too. just mirrors and escalators and like stuff that says Trump on it. I, I last time I went to Trump Towers before he was president because it's it's a nightmare. Just going there now if all like the the cops just it's, it's just a nightmare to go down there. Yeah, there was in person there. There was a protest. Um and they were calling people like Nazis and stuff. That was that was interesting. But the worst part was there's this company called Icon Parking, and they have like twelve parking garages in the city, Danny. And because we're idiots, when we park, we didn't go like, hey, maybe we should write down or take a picture of where <laughs> we parked. We literally walked for oh like maybe oh, close to two hours we stopped at every, at least i'm not i'm not exaggerating 10 icon parkings before we could find <laughs> it was raining it was so miserable me and my brother started arguing because we didn't know how to get there and <laughs> like no you went to the first four it's like no you picked the, the, the first four wrong um finally found it um that was absolutely brutal um but overall um I think next time I come up here, I'll, I'll be more prepared for New York. Yeah, you, you'll definitely be more prepared to at least just know how to, I don't know, I guess, I guess do stuff. You'll know to write down where you're parking. That would be one helpful <laughs> yeah. aspect. Yeah. Uh, and then New York, uh, I just need someone, honestly, the sub, just, I just need someone to help us figure out the subway. If we were taking the subway from the beginning and wrote down our parking, it would have been a lot more enjoyable. Because it was raining and it wasn't that cold. So things like you're like sweat, it's like a mix of like sweat and rain. And you're wearing hot clothes, and it just—it was kind of miserable. Yeah, this this is a fun place when you got people to go in there with, and and, and you know what you're doing. Or maybe it's sometimes more fun when you're just winging it. But like to me, I, I like to know what I'm doing, just or just to have the the feeling of I'm know yeah. what I'm doing. And we didn't realize that the Heisman ceremony was going in Times Square. We didn't go to Times Square, so we got back to the hotel. It's like, oh my gosh, like we were just like around there. We didn't do anything. You probably would have ran into Santa Con. That that's where they met up. Yeah, we saw a lot of those people, a lot of those freaks. Um, yeah, so I, I head back uh, tomorrow, and I'll be back to will be back to Florida, Danny. 
and it'll be back to 80-degree weather. Yeah, I mean, I'll be heading into the city this week because I'm attending the Star Wars premiere because I'm a nerd, and I enjoy Star Wars, so come at me. Wow, you nerd. I've, uh, I, I've watched all the movies. Bobby, I'm saying it right now. I've watched all of them this week. Nerd, nerd, nerd. All right, Danny, do you, you got any final thoughts about the Giants or Eli Manning? Um, you know, we'll have our regular Wednesday show. We'll do some film cleanup. Um, take some mailbag questions. And... I'm sorry, one second. So John Jeff Legend, he responded to one of my tweets. He said, great win for Eli. Hope he realizes he's done. Needs to retire now. <laughs> Straight. I was like, geez, John Jeff. You just, imagine you just goes, like, hey, Eli, you're done. Retire now. You're awful now. Giant Jeff oh is becoming one of our my favorite uh, <laughs> he, listeners. He, really he needs did. to change his review, though. I don't think he's changed his review. <laughs> the way it just came out of you, I like that. That's just, that's just funny. I can't get well, a read on Giant Jeff, honestly. Yeah. At least we didn't have, like, the Raiders, they lost their final ever home game in Oakland. Like, ours is completely different. Ours is just for a player. But at least we went out on top with Eli, hopefully. And the Raiders, they went down in Oakland for the final time. Yep. All right. Well, that's a show, a sweet victory show. We appreciate you guys. It's been a rough season. Um, so people that have stuck around with us, listen to every episode, we love you. That um, those that haven't, we also love you, except for a few of you. I'm going to be honest, a few of you I just cannot stand. Um, but we appreciate you guys. We'll be back Wednesday. Um, my last show from New York for a while. We'll, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.